You got it tuned to Wopop on KEXP 90.3 FM, live on the web at kexp.org. I'm Derek Mazzoni, your DJ and host. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. And I want to please introduce, once again, Chimaringa Renaissance. Great to have you guys here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Uh, we'd love to hear some music if you got We got you. Thank you. Wait. Comme on a eu celle Kalonji, le Congolais, et n'a pas fier qu'on a l'Africain. Camarade Nanga et Comoraï Tindai Maraire, Oti Zimbabwe, et n'a pas fier qu'on a l'Africain. Bisso, tu as dit Chimurenga Renaissance. Chimurenga Renaissance, l'ingiko l'obanini. Deux frères, n'a pas chez les États-Unis. Mais famille baza africain. Makila est africain. Donc, musique est en Akatia Makila. Papa n'a pas Raymond Brink. Papa n'a pas Domissani Maraire. Tout est famille de grands musiciens. Lelo, tout est dans les États-Unis. Et Koinda Lelo. Ochalitoy. Yeah. 
Shimmering Renaissance, live on Wopop on KEXP. The new EP is called Kudada Nekuva Manu Mutema, coming right after the uh, the record Rise, Vadzimu Rise. And I'm here with Tendai Maraira and Hussein Kalonji. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. I got to say, the muse is calling. You guys are releasing record after record after record. Um, what's going on? Where, uh, where is this coming from? Creative thoughts, I guess. I mean, we've just been... I think we've been kind of held back a little bit just because of timing and mm-hmm. life and other bands and groups. And so now when we get a chance, we just make stuff up even in the middle of making it up, even in the middle <laughs> of recording songs come up. So that's how this song came up. Yeah. Proud to be African. It just came up in the middle of a session and we stopped what we were doing, made the song and got back to the session. So Perfect. So we all live in Seattle. Yes. And Seattle's going through some changes. Um and but this is an evolution to Seattle music that is unheard wow. of. You're creating some, some really um, post millennial. I don't even know the words for it. But like this is taking, taking a different kind of sound and creating a different kind of vibe altogether. I want to talk about that a little bit. Like, how did this come about? Did the role of Seattle come into it, or is it your history with this music? But it's it's literally going from here's hip hop. It's something that evolves, but it's kind of like it is what it is. Right. You're creating something completely different. You're, you're incorporating Congolese. You're incorporating uh, Shona. You're incorporating a lot of elements that don't really live here yeah. so much. So how is this all, how is this, this, this stew being cooked so quickly and so much of it? I think it's um, a culmination of a bunch of things. One, we kind of just both grew up here you know, in the United States as well as back home in Africa, mm-hmm. um, in our respective countries. So, um, you know, when, when you when you grow up with musicians as parents, you just, music is an everyday thing. Like, there's no running from it, you know. But there's also times where, I mean, I can say for myself, I was sneaking off to listen to hip-hop, too. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to listen to, um, I guess back then it was, what, K-Fox, Fresh Tracks, um, rap attack, but, yeah, rap attack, nasty ness, nasty ness. So it was like listening to both of those musics, and then um, when you grow up in Africa, especially in the early early eighties, mm-hmm. um, for me, um, coming from America, going to Zimbabwe, it's kind of controlled by major conglomerates, so you don't get the option of really choosing what you want to listen to. So it goes from the Gap band to Dolly Parton, to Kenny Loggins, to some classical music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think once we started having a chance to just kind of express ourselves, we just kind of make what we feel. I don't know. I, don't I hear you. Yeah. It's a, yeah. But it, it, the, 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 the ability to actually still incorporate what's currently going on in Africa, not this idea, this ideal of like, okay, this is Africa and this sound hasn't evolved. It just is what it is. We we were discussing this before, like when people leave their home country, their experience of that home country is kind of stuck in time. It's like, this is, it's always going to be like that. You know, with Congo, it's, it's Zaire. And it's like some, when they go back, they're shell shocked. It's just like, what, what happened? How could you evolve like that? So, but yeah. you're incorporating that from a musical perspective. This is current Zimbabwean or Congolese music that you're incorporating. It's not. It's not nostalgic. Yeah, I mean, again, we we try to go back home and keep up with what they're doing. But let's be honest, the internet is mm-hmm. is a gift that I mean, we are all able to, if we use it right, 
and and we take advantage of its resources, man. I mean, you can listen to music now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do a lot of that. He's always bringing me a lot of Congolese music because I'm always trying to catch up. I'm really um, fascinated with the older stuff, you know, just that sound of, of like, I don't know, a group of seven, ten-piece band yep. performing inside of a club somewhere in Zaire at the time, you know. But, I mean, just the Internet has helped us to be able to to, to keep up with what's going on, but at the same time go home and say, hey, guys, look, like, you can respect tradition. You know, it's good to respect it. We all do, but if you're not pushing the music, the envelope forward, then we will be stuck there, you yeah. know? And I guess we just try to, to think outside of the box, if you will. But you're, you're going beyond thinking. You're actually doing it, which is a huge applause. Huge applause. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. We'd love to hear some more music. Chimurga Renaissance on Whoop on KEXP. They protect the blame. Taxes on foreign interests are free. Ignore the suited path to his oppressors is God. His tongue is intrigued by deception and fraud. Possession ain't no magical proof thing. It controls for real. Dudes on potions with pistols are commanded to kill. Even the abstinent lust for pleasures at night. Like the crooked cop who thinks his badge is divine. He's alive. Did you see why? Give me veggie, veggie, give me veggie, veggie, see why? Give me veggie, veggie, give me veggie, veggie, see why? Give me veggie, veggie, give me veggie, veggie, see why? Give me 
Renaissance live in the studios of KEXP 90.3 FM. You guys are playing at Barboza Wednesday, March 4th, yes, which will be a yes. lovely show. Um, let's step back just a little bit, Tenda, if we may. Chimurenga. What is Chimurenga? Chimurenga, basically, there was two wars in Zimbabwe. There was the first Chimurenga. Um, this is around when Cecil Rhodes was in power. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, he basically came out and quote unquote conquered or colonized. Uh, Zimbabwe um, instead of I would say the first time around the country probably or the people weren't as united and obviously weren't recognizing um, these borders that were set up they were mostly recognizing their culture their tradition this is his area this is our area obviously they had to come together and really kind of get rid of um, I would say traditional um, tribal issues that they all had uh-huh. and um, and fight a war. So the wars are called the Chimuranga Wars. And um, we've kind of just adapted that musically to say, like, look, you know, we know that it's very tough. Again, growing up is, um, I would say, children of musicians. You got all these traditions. You go home and they're like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You're mixing the rap and you do that. I don't get it. You know, um, but... We kind of looked at it like, look, this is a taking back of African music. This is what's happened. This is the result of this whole dispora of people being shipped back and forth and whatever you want to call it. And this is just us expressing it musically. So we kind of took on that moniker of Chumudanga, like fighting musically for the freedom to do what we feel. And, you know, that's it. Okay. And you are actually, some of your songs are showing up on um, African music compilations. and. You are remixing also artists from different countries within Africa, so yeah. you're 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 engaged in the conversation. It's not just a one-sided conversation, which often is in this where uh, a quote-unquote Western producer gets a band, records them, and put it out, right, and there's right. no there's no back and forth. I think that was a a big issue for us. I, I would listen to my father complain about that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in fact. My father was a victim of it, my mother of it. Someone goes down, they make a recording of your parents, you know, or whoever it is. These people at the time don't even know what they're doing. They're just fascinated by the machine and somebody who doesn't look like them, you know. And they don't know that 10 years later, this 
music is going to be playing around the world and affecting people, and they'll be exploiting it and making money off of it. And so we kind of make a uh, a push to say, look, you know, um, if you're going to do it, compensate the artist fairly. Yep. We try to bring this awareness to these artists, and we try to pull from Africa to work with other artists, you know, um, so that they can be engaged in this whole remix, just this new culture that hip-hop has added to the world. Okay. So within that, and I want to get back to the music, I want to ask you about the instruments you're playing. Are you ever getting, hip-hop is is evolving, but it's also rather conservative. And (laughs) and are you getting the, like, you guys are just weird. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I, I, I never looked at anything we did as weird. You know what I'm saying? I just always thought we were just doing doing our thing. And I don't know. I thought we were fitting in mm-hmm. with everybody else, not really knowing it. And I don't think it was till what, recently, the last year and a half, that we've seen the impact that the music has had on people, especially when I went back home last time. I went home a couple months ago, and I was walking through... Um, I was walking through this place called the Bare Market, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the kids are coming up like Baba Maraire, Chimuranga Renaissance, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Defenders of the Crusades, and I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, Pungwe, and I'm I'm shocked. I'm like, what? You know? You know what I'm saying? I'm blown away. Me <laughs> and the cameraman awesome. are just looking like, wow. So, I mean, it's it's obviously working. I don't think that they think it's weird back home. I think it's more motivating for them. You okay. Know? Okay. So I see from yeah. at home, it's there. We'll talk about here yeah. in a little bit, but we'd love to hear some more music right now. Chimmering Renaissance on Warpop on KEXP. This is Warpop playing live at Barboza Wednesday, March 4th. With Militia Mali, Mob and Chief Boema. Oh, cool. Yes, he did come up here. So, awesome, yeah. awesome. That's going to be a great show.
Renaissance live on Wopop on KEXP 90.3 FM on the web at KEXP.org. I'm Derek Mazzoni, your DJ and host, and thank you so much for being here. So this is Tende Maraira Hussein uh, Kalonji making beautiful music, playing live at Barboza, and playing on some interesting instruments. We'd love to hear a little bit more about your choice of instrumentation. In a different Sorry language. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, today I have two embiras with me mm-hmm. um what's an embira an embira is uh this instrument you see here um it's a wooden instrument indigenous of zimbabwe mm-hmm. um it's a very spiritual instrument a very religious instrument and um it's really what zimbabweans are really known for musically you know as a contribution to the world of all these wonderful instruments that human beings have created so um you can have them made out of steel. You can have them made out of iron as far as the notes. Um, they can be chromatic. There's all kinds of different ways that they're tuned. But um, most most of all, to me, it's it was my introduction to African music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also something that I think the more we started to experiment with it and uh, I would say push the limits, the less we did of the traditional cultural historical approach to it and the more we just like we're okay these are songs that some guy made up became a traditional song it's been around for a couple hundred years Mm -hmm. i mean it's great to know that but i think once we started to embrace it more um spiritually you know um i think the music grew you know so you okay let's talk about that just for a second you when you present your words you're not posturing you're not you know, you're not you're not bragging. You're 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 you tend to really speak about very deep uh, philosophical philosophical issues. If you were bragging, would you use that instrument? Um, I doubt. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it just I, so there's a reverence. There's a, yeah, there's a cultural understanding. If I think saying proud to be African 
is bragging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it's more of again embracing who you are. It's being real proud. I I, I don't know. I wouldn't. It's almost like blasphemous to do that. Okay. I don't know. It's such a sacred instrument. I couldn't. That's interesting. You always pull something out of here from nowhere. Sorry. Never thought about that. It's never happened though. <laughs> and you're the, you're playing electric guitar, um, Hussein. But the instrumentation and the and the history to uh, Congolese music. Um, can you speak to that a little bit? Like what 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 drew you to that? Yeah. Well, like Tendai, you know, I grew up in the United States, back and forth between Africa as a child, and. Uh, my father was a big Congolese guitarist. His name was Raymond Brank. Mm-hmm. And he started the new style of Congolese music back in like the 40s and the 50s to change like from folklore, Congolese folklore, to more modern adaptation of stuff. And so um, he was there in one of the first recording studios. So he was one of the pioneers that set it down. But growing up in the United States, you know, I was, you know, running wild, listening to hip hop, you know, emceeing at a very young age, you know what I'm saying, establishing myself in the hip-hop community here, um, and I never thought about guitar. It's like, like Tinda was saying, like, the, the Mbira is sacred, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when my father passed, um, and then, you know, my family and everybody got together, and, and I went back to Congo, and that's when, you know, getting back in touch with my roots and everybody kind of telling me stories about my father, and, and they just basically told me I was going to play guitar, and I had no, you know, inkling that I was going to do that, but they said, no, you know, it's in your blood, do it. And I just started doing it, and it just came so easily. It was almost like something was going through me, you know what I mean? And, wow. And uh, then I got picked up by some of the biggest, you know, Congolese bands, and even in the United States with Taboule and mm-hmm. Afriza and, uh, you know, some of my uncles, you probably know, Wikilo and, and all them, Wawali. And so they, they, they kind of put me into the, the school of learning the traditional music. But like Tendai was saying, you know, that's the tra- traditional music. And then that was a bass, you know what I'm saying? Just like the hip-hop that I grew up doing was also a bass for me to kind of grow and sprout from there and then start experimenting. That's why Tenda and I hooked up to start doing this. Like many, many years ago, just we didn't exactly know how we was going to do it or what we was going to do it, but just let it come naturally. And, Got it. You know, so that's kind of how it is with both of our musical sensibilities on both sides of African music, hip-hop. And just experiment. Okay, okay, and it sounds beautiful. But you refer to it as African music, not Zimbabwean music, not Congolese music. It's African music. It's African music. And I, I want to hear more music. But tell me more, like, why African music? Why, like, is it like a pan-African identity to the music, or is that it's coming from different parts of Africa, or is it just it's I don't African think music? That, I mean, obviously, we both have very high praise for the history of our countries, who we are, respectively. Um, but when we're approaching it, we're kind of listening to everything African, mm-hmm. and to leave somebody else, somebody out would just be like a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, we're listening to Moroccan music, Senegalese music, um, Congolese. I mean, we can go on. Got it. People from Niger. I love Tenerwien. I mean, we can go on and on. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of pulling elements of all of it, you know, because these people, again, it's the internet, man. You're able to just listen to this. It it, it doesn't just cost you. 15 bucks getting the the record going home and all that time it's just like download it now listen to it on your way to the next show and you're good so we're just it's because of everyone the whole culmination of okay so this is this band is a combination of experiences technology and just being here right now at this particular moment beautiful chimering renaissance on warpop on kexp we'd love to hear one more song I told everybody the truth, but they just started laughing at me. Wow. I ran 
on KXP Chimmeringer Renaissance playing Wednesday, March 4th at Barboza in Seattle with Chief Boema. And who else is on that bill? Militia Mali Mob. Militia Mali Mob. Yes. 
The new record is Kudada Nakuba Manu Mutema on Brick Lane Records. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank Thank you for having us again. Beautiful, beautiful music and getting better all the time. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I want to thank Justin, Luke, and Jim, Dave Lichterman, uh, Kevin Suggs, of course, and Kat Metrovich and everybody here at KEXP 90.3 FM in Seattle. This is Wopop.